2: Of the hashtag Miranda show. I am your host, the Twitterless heroine herself, ring announcer to the stars, Miss Fancy Pants, the most professional podcaster, and most importantly, the queen of soft style, Miranda Morales. And welcome to to my show. I am so excited to be back after a fairly brief hiatus of a few weeks. Uh life happens as we all know. So, you know what? Sometimes you just got to go with the flow and take care of business first. However, let's be we, uh, let's
3: just let's just be transparent. Okay, 2 weeks ago was planned. Like you, we knew you weren't going to be here. Last week was my fault. So, let's just
2: But that's okay. People know. So, we're also going to acknowledge the fact that Greg recorded an episode of my show without my knowledge. Until he released it. That oh is goodness. a straight up fact. Can I tell that, that story? Is,
3: Can I tell you what happened? Yes, okay. yes. Please tell me so, what happened. Everyone here
2: is Greg DeMarco, my co-host. Hey, Show stealer, literally. Continue.
3: You know how this works. You never know what's going to happen. What? So a couple of weeks ago, I get a text message from PC Tony. He's like, Hey, we should do a show where you and I talk about how we got into all this stuff, you know, since he's doing all the chair shot radio stuff. And I started the chair shot and I wrote four, one on just everything, right? How we got to this point with the chair shot, with the network, with everything. And plus the promoting, all that stuff, right? We should just do a show where we kind of go back and forth and talk about our experiences and, and have that kind of fun, fun thing together. It's like, sure, let's do it. And he was like, where do you want to use it? I was like, I don't know. I don't know where I want to use it. So we come up with a time to record. It's like a Friday morning. We're recording it. And he was like, where do you want to put this? And I was like, well, you know, Miranda doesn't have a show next week. She's not available that night. She's getting ready for something. And so she can't do the show. I said, let's just, we can just put it in that spot. You know, we have that spot the same Thursday release time, all that. We'll put it in that spot. It's like, okay, that works. It's like, let's take it another level and just make it that show. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, let's make it the hashtag show. I got the opening. We'll record it. I'll throw the opening on it. We'll just make it the hashtag Marina show. And he was like, I love it. And I was like, let's also not tell her we're doing it. And just let her find out when the show gets released.
2: And he loved it even more. And that so was like I a week. To.
3: And then a week later is when it comes out. Like I produced it, uploaded it, had it set, ready to go for a week. So then when it comes out, I haven't told you because that was a crazy busy time for both of us. And... And so I didn't tell you because I didn't even think, like, honestly, Out of Sight, Out of Mind was part of it. And I knew it was coming, right? And then when it gets released-
2: So that's the excuse. Oh, I just forgot that I happened to have this other show recorded and was secretly going to plant it in your slot.
3: I wouldn't say I forgot, but it definitely wasn't at the forefront a week later when it actually gets released, right? Are you really fucking with me right now? Are you fucking with me? So I was just, and and then when I would remember, I'm like, and then I was like, oh, yeah, let me tell her. I was like, nah, I'm not going to tell her. Nah, let's just let her find no. out. Because that's what, like, we know we love to pull back the curtain or whatever. That's this friendship. Like, it was, it's, it's, had I told you, yes. it would have been, oh, haha, whatever. But not telling you, like, come on, it's better that I didn't tell you.
2: Yeah, no, we have this dynamic for quite some time where we just don't tell each other things until, like, the moment it happens and they're like, surprise. Yep. So I, I, you know, when I heard it, I, I laughed. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, it, it's just one of those things that the show must go on. I mean, we talked about that before as well. So um, I, I thought it was a, a great episode. I love always hearing PC Tunny as well. So I'm not mad. I'm definitely not mad. It was actually a really great episode. Uh, but that's also a very sneaky thing for Greg DeMarco to do.
3: I do that. Also, if anybody hasn't listened to that, you get details in that episode about my experience working for Ring of Honor that I've never told before. Mm-hmm. I mean it. Like <laughs> there are some details in there that people are like, huh? And th- there, there are some details that somehow got out. And I remember a wrestler backstage at Ring of Honor asking me if something really happened. And that's something is shared on that episode of, Cher- or of the hashtag Miranda show. So if you haven't listened to the show that Miranda didn't know about, which I believe is what I titled it. Go back and listen to it because there are some good stories in there, including what I did with the executive vice president of Ring of Honor when he came out six months before WrestleMania weekend to tour the facility. So that's all I will
0: say.
2: That episode, this episode, and other podcasts from the ChairShot Radio Network can be found on TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. You can also find it on your favorite form of podcasting streaming, including Google, iTunes, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio. So make sure you check out those episodes. Uh, And again, lots of great podcasts, including the Babyface Heal podcast that we just recorded right before uh, this episode. We had a a really great topic um, regarding one Bob Lashley, uh, big you know, news surrounding him as of just a few days ago and the possibility of him becoming WWE champion. We also talk about Sting and you know, what we think about him being a baby face or a heel and much, much more on this week's Babyface Heel podcast. Thank
3: you for saying and Bob Lashley. Just 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 thank you for saying Bob <laughs> Lashley. That's all.
2: That's his name, right? Bob That's Lashley. absolutely
3: his name. That's absolutely his yes. name, Bob Lashley. Yeah.
2: Also, don't forget, you can follow the Chair Shot at Chair Shot Media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can follow me, Miranda Morales, at the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook. And you can follow Greg uh, at, at Chair Shot Greg on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So go ahead and do all of those things. Enjoy yourself while you're doing it. This week, we have a great topic. I mean, as Greg mentioned, last week, well, we couldn't record, or that was once well, because it was his birthday. And yes, you know what? He just needed to celebrate, have some great times with his family, with friends, doing, you know, Greg stuff. CrossFit probably, too, was in there. I did go to CrossFit Uh, that day, yes. Yes. So uh, my gift to Greg, uh, because I didn't give him anything, is giving him a topic on tonight's show, one that he is very excited to talk about. Uh, If you don't know... Oh, Greg's favorite wrestler on the face of this planet. His man crush Monday is one Adam Cole. And I don't know if you're living under a rock or something, but Adam Cole, well, he did something pretty monumental uh, just the other week on NXT. And well, seems like we're getting the implosion of the Undisputed Era. So we're going to be discussing more about that the actions that led to that, and what we think is going to happen with the Undisputed Era in NXT. However, before we do that, you know us, Greg and I. Well, if you're knowing when this date drops and what's coming up soon, you may know that Impact Zone Wrestling, IZW, is going to be holding a show very, very soon. And that is Monster on Saturday, February 27th. The day has come. It feels crazy to feel like, you know, the last show in November, NAV30, was... You know, just months ago, and time has flown by so fast that we are here just days away from Monster, where we are going to crown a new IZW World Champion, the first time in 10 years that we've had a champion of that caliber so lots of work blood sweat and tears has gone into this event so a big congratulations to everyone involved with izw and if you don't know what monster is well monster is going to be a battle royal to determine who's going to be the new champion 13 competitors will enter the ring and one will become the new world champion now we know the bookends Of Monster. We know that Cintron uh, won the opportunity to be the 13th entrant back at NAV 30. And just recently, Evan Daniels was announced as the number one entrant. So who's all in it? Well, you're just going to have to wait and find out. Who are the rest of the competitors? You'll just have to be there to to know. But, I mean, on top of that, we have lots of other fantastic matches. The Navajo Warrior himself is going to be facing uh, one Gino Rivera, who has been really, I mean, talk about poking the bear. Gino Rivera may have a death wish, uh, as he has antagonized the Navajo Warrior for months, it seems. And pretty much everyone around the Navajo Warrior has been really surprised about kind of his patience. But the Navajo Warrior is the type of person who takes his aggression out in the ring. And so, you know, Gino is a very colorful character. He's been on this show uh, when we were promoting NAV30, as you may have heard or seen him Um he can be very tricky and he can be elusive and also surprising, but you cannot deny the standard bearer in professional wrestling. That is the Navajo warrior. Um, We also have a women's triple threat match. Lilith Grimm, uh, crazy hot Morgan and Bryn Thorne will be facing each other, which is going to be amazing. So lots of great things that are going to be happening at IZW monster this Saturday, February 27th, in Tempe, Arizona at Sun Studios of Arizona. Now, I do also have to be the bearer of bad news is if you, all of what I'm saying is so exciting and interesting. Well, unfortunately, well, not, hashtag, you know, not sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, the show is sold out. It's been sold out for quite some time, Greg. What do you think? Like uh, at least a month?
3: January 28th was the day it sold out. Yes. Trust me, I know. As the, as the promoter of the show, I can tell you where I was sitting, it was a doctor's office. That was where I when I saw them when the last ticket was sold. And I was just like, bam, we're sold out. And so excited about that. So appreciative too. Like we're it's our second event during COVID and, and to be able to just have such a high demand for the and we sold out Monster 2020. And we sold that out before COVID and, and we, had, we had people mm-hmm paying to be standing room only people hanging from whatever they could hang from to watch this event. And so we, we've got something and, and I'm kind of, I'm holding back cause I'm probably going to convince Miranda to let me, you know, talk way more about it next week after this event takes place. But I am so appreciative of everybody. That's, that's what they've done. We joked about it during the baby face heel podcast, but Miranda is, is you don't know it if you're at the event, how much that she does as well for these events, but And that was the deal from the beginning, but it's so much that that gets done and so much that everybody pitches in for these events that I am so excited that it comes to fruition this weekend, that we get to put all this out there for the people, for the IZW family. And then, you know, it's that, it's that cycle that we've talked about wrestling booking. Then we get ready for May 15th. So that's what we're going to be doing and what we have on the agenda. And trust me, you will come out of, of monster knowing what's going on on May 15th and, and ready for that too. But it's, it's going to be a satisfying night as well. So can't wait. Can't wait for Saturday.
2: Yes. Yes. Again, that is this uh, Saturday, February 27th. IZW presents monster. And well, you know, we talked tickets are sold out and some of you may be listening to this outside of the Arizona area. So if you are interested in supporting IZW, well, you can go to prowrestlingtees.com forward this. uh, I did that again. Uh, I was so good. Damn it. Uh, ProWrestlingTease.com forward slash the chair shot, where you can purchase an IZW t shirt along with a chair shot t shirt. Yes, two. Different t-shirts that you can purchase in the one location at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. Uh, There's several awesome IZW t-shirts that you can purchase. Uh, And for those of you who do not know, every time we have an IZW event, uh, anyone who is wearing an IZW t-shirt will automatically be entered into a drawing to win two tickets to the next IZW show. So that investment in a t-shirt can Ultimately, help you win free tickets to the next show. So that's just one incentive. But again, there's some awesome designs there. uh Some new ones that were just released um, earlier this year are available on prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot, as well as shirts in support of thechairshot.com. Your source for wrestling news, analysis, and opinions. There's lots of great t-shirts, designs, styles, and logos. All starting in 19.99. That includes the Queen of Soft Style shirt. That includes the Everyone Hates Greg shirt and much, much more. So go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot to get your very own t-shirt today.
0: Promotional consideration paid for by the following.
3: Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code chairshot. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code chairshot to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Also want to share real quick. It's it's just just to clarify for people how you get these free tickets to an IZW event. It's not really a drawing. It's, you know, for all the stuff that I have organized at IZW, for all the organization that I do, everything I put on paper, put together, again, Miranda knows she can attest to it more than you guys even know. I just find somebody with a shirt on and tell them they won the tickets. So,
2: well, well I mean, it's kind of a random drawing in your it mind. It's very
3: random in my mind. So here's the deal, right? If you show up wearing an IZW shirt to IZW, Come find me. Because if someone comes up to me it's like, I won the shirt, I want the tickets, and I haven't given them away yet, I'll give them to you. I will.
2: Find them, people. Find, find them. Me. I
3: won't be hard to find. I just, just look for the guy who, who's running around trying to make sure everything's going okay. And ask somebody, like, Trust me, it'll take you about thirty seconds to get me. You might have to wait for me, but it'll get thirty seconds for me to be located because it's a small building. And and it's you ever heard of six degrees of separation? Even as a fan of an IZW event, you're just two degrees away from from me. So it'll definitely make it happen. But yeah, show out, show up. I'm super excited. And, and that's why I keep talking about it. That's why I hold the title up. Cause you know what, this time next week, I won't have this title anymore. Somebody else will. And, and I'm excited about that, believe it or not. So we're going to make it happen. I, I'd be like, come out, buy tickets, whatever. But like she said, them, them things are sold out. I will say this, if you're coming to the event, um, if you have an, if, if you have the opportunity to, I would tell you, if you really want to make sure you get a prime seat to the May 15th event, Come prepared to buy those tickets on Saturday because yes. VIP – well, well couches sold out in less than a week last time. VIP sold out in less than a month, and the whole event sold out in two months. So, yeah, I, I would – the best way to guarantee yourself a seat on May 15th is to buy it on February 27th.
2: Absolutely agreed. And, Greg, where can people follow IZW on social media?
3: Yes, you can follow IZW on social media at IZWWrestlingAZ. That's all forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at IZWWrestlingAZ is the place to find it.
2: And that way you get information on upcoming dates, match announcements, uh, interviews, all of that you can find on IZW's social media account. So make sure you stay tuned. So as I mentioned earlier on, this is my birthday gift to Greg DeMarco. Last week was his birthday. And, you know, I'm a cheap friend. So I decided to give him the gift that keeps on giving. And it's the opportunity to talk about one of his most favorite things C- in the can whole I just, world. Can
3: I just share something? Because this just hit me right now. So okay. last year on your birthday, you gave me gifts. So like, like to be fully transparent, like I know that, that, that you didn't give me anything for my birthday, but on your birthday, I was handed presents. So That's that you know. It it definitely comes. They were like presents
2: from like six months prior. But (laughs) still,
3: I was given them uh, on the celebration of your birthday.
2: Well, that means then when my birthday comes, you'll have to give me a gift of letting me do my own show for once. Is that is that too much to ask for? I I
3: I can't commit to that.
2: Ah yes, yes. We'll we'll talk about it. My lawyers will talk with your lawyers. Yes, and by by that I mean I'm getting Sadie involved in these negotiations. Well, shit, She's I'm ruthless. fucked.
3: If you get Sadie involved, <coughs> yeah. there's nothing I can do yeah. at that point. You win. Nothing. Yes.
2: nothing. That means yeah. I'm going so for I'm just gonna gonna say the say yes. jugular.
3: I'm just going to say yes. You can do your own show for your birthday because I can't beat Sadie. Yeah.
2: No. Nobody can. It's a proven fact. Uh, but yes, well, you know, I I've, and I mean it's big. It's big news. I mean, this is obviously big news. Uh, about Adam Cole turning uh, on, seemingly turning his back on the Undisputed Era, one of if not the most longstanding faction in NXT. Um, and you know, we've talked about it on this show, even on you know whatever iteration of the Greg DeMarco show that we were on at whatever point of time. Uh, about you know what would it look like if the Undisputed Era were to break up? What would the, who would have initiated it? What's going to happen? And we finally seem to have gotten it. Uh, and this all happened recently on NXT where uh, Kyle O'Reilly and, and Finn Balor have grown this mutual respect and admiration for each other through their heartfelt battles um, this year for the NXT championship. And after uh, Finn's match with Pete Dunne, uh, Only Lorcan and Danny Burch came out to attack. Finn Balor, the numbers game was against him, and then the Undisputed Era came out to assist him. Um, and we've seen this kind of shift in the Undisputed Era kind of backing up Finn Balor over the past few weeks. And a lot of that charge uh being Kyle O'Reilly, you know, that he's really pushing for the Undisputed Era to kind of embrace Finn Balor, um, even though they've been at odds. And at, at during that that time as well, um, it seemed like Kyle O'Reilly kind of extended an offer to Finn Balor to join the, the Undisputed Era to to kind of be under their wing. And during the final moments of NXT, all members or all wrestlers posed together, which kind of seemingly confirmed an alliance. Until. Until we got something that was seemingly kind of pretty shocking, and that's Adam Cole saying "nah," super kicking Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly kind of being in shock, like "what are you doing?" Uh, and then, really, the bigger shock of of him kicking Kyle O'Reilly, his fellow Undisputed Era member, and that has that was a schism, that was the riff. Uh, between them that that occurred. Adam Cole fired that shot directly. Really, it felt like into the heart of the Undisputed Era, if you think about it. And it'll, it's just this declaration that, you know, the Undisputed Era is over with. And since then, we've had Adam Cole continue to attack Kyle O'Reilly, Kyle just being really lost, unsure about where this is coming from, but also really pissed off. Uh, and And so, I mean, Greg, I'll let you have kind of the, the floor initially to... Well, well, we'll take a few steps into this because I know it's a lot to process. As again, this is Man Crush Mondays. His favorite wrestler, Adam Cole, has decided to take you know a step away from this. We're also going to get into Pat McAfee's response, which I'd love because that adds just such an extra layer to this because um, Pat McAfee continues to just be a gem, whether he's there or not. And his presence seems, you know, we'll see how it impacts the rest of this dissolution, but uh, pure genius on his part. So let me ask you kind of this initial question. What was your initial thoughts, really the first few seconds to moments after this happened, after after Adam Cole super kicked Kyle O'Reilly?
3: Well, I tweeted it and it was very much this. So to pull back the curtain, I didn't watch Vengeance Day live. It was on a Sunday. We, we went we went to an escape room actually as a family and and did that. Had a lot of fun and and so Adam Cole can't turn on Kyle O'Reilly without Greg's phone lighting up like it's just and what's yeah. funny about it's people, science it it is it's science. People come out of the woodwork that don't even normally message Greg to be like, dude, did you see what Adam Cole did to Kyle O'Reilly? So I didn't get to see it live. I watched it later that night, knowing what was going to happen, but still enjoyed every second of it. And here's why. This has been brewing for a while with, you know, when Kyle O'Reilly earned the shot at Finn Balor and Adam Cole was over the top. It's Kyle's time. Kyle, 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 this Kyle, that and Kyle delivered, he didn't win the title, but he delivered in the ring with Finn Balor so much that they ran it back again and, and delivered once again, but didn't win. And then of course you had the, the alliance with Balor and everything coming through. And it just, every, just, just go back and watch every video where the Undisputed Era saves Finn Balor or Finn Balor saves the Undisputed Era. And when all this chaos is going on, when four or five people are standing in that ring, look at Adam Cole's face. You could see it coming from a mile away. He was not happy mm-hmm. because the Undisputed Era was his creation. He made the Undisputed Era. And in true fashion that somebody who built a faction would do, if anyone's going to destroy it, it's going to be the person who it's built it. Yes. And that's what I think you're going to hear from Adam Cole when he finally talks. Or By the time this comes out, he will have already delivered the promo on NXT, but that's i all either look brilliant or I'll look stupid. But I'm used to both, so it's fine. But when when he delivered that super kick, I was like, "It's about time." NXT is great about long term storytelling. They, with the weekly mm-hmm. format, with the fact that it's not overrun by by Vince McMahon, and there's a lot more freedom. Although, if you look at some of the things that are being reported, there's a lot less scripting going on right now in WWE. But I, it, it was it was the right time to do it. I think they waited just long enough and you know, planted enough seeds of doubt and whether or not Adam Cole would actually do it to be when he did it, it was perfect. And it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, even though I knew it was going to happen. When I sat there and watched it, I was so excited when he delivered that super kick to Finn Balor. And then when you're fighting and they're arguing and Roddy Strong, poor Roddy Strong is stuck in the middle and Kyle O'Reilly wants answers and he gets his answer in the form of a super kick. And then you have NXT this past Wednesday when Kyle's all demanding answers to the point where when when Roddy comes out, Kyle's like, don't come in this ring. Like, like, yeah, because he doesn't trust Roddy either. Balor doesn't trust anybody. Adam Cole's nowhere to be found. You've got a tag team match where, where Kyle O'Reilly and, and uh, Finn Balor are partners against Danny Burch and Oni Lorkin. That match goes to a no contest because who finally shows up but Adam Cole, baby? Attacks Kyle on the outside of the ring, hits the brain buster on the stairs, which everybody thought Kyle was having a diabetic seizure and he wasn't. He was just selling his injuries. And then Adam Cole, when you think he's gone, comes back again, sneaks in, super kicks. Finn Balor one more time and holds up the NXT championship, which is now a new wrinkle because everyone thought this is going to be all about Adam Cole and and Kyle O'Reilly. And it probably should be, but yet he still seems to have his eyes set on that NXT championship. And that
2: was going to be my next question is what do you think was his intention behind it? Was it really to destroy what he thought was his in the undisputed era or is this more about his desire to be nxt champion again does that supersede whatever loyalty that he felt towards the undisputed era
3: i think it's uh, there's no simple answer to that question i think it's multi-layered and 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 believe it or not internet wrestling fan good storytelling because think about it adam cole
2: Absolutely. You have to have layers to a yeah. story and you have to have almost a little bit of both that there is this drive towards the NXT championship, a scene that he hasn't been in quite some time yeah. and probably has strategically done that.
3: If you think about it, Adam Cole built up Kyle O'Reilly twice to, to be the challenger for Finn Balor, it put everything in place for Kyle O'Reilly except for one thing. Kyle didn't win. Kyle lost mm. both times. Kyle and, and Adam Cole was beating Finn Balor before and, mm-hmm. and you know, before obviously the, the most recent things and Finn Balor beat Adam Cole to win that title. Cole wasn't the champion. The belt was vacant and Finn Balor ended up beating Adam Cole to win that championship. So if you're gonna, so, so that, there's that right there. He wants to do what Kyle couldn't do. Then there's also, okay, if you're going to break up the undisputed era, a lot of people are gonna think you're wrong. A lot of people are gonna think you're stupid. You're breaking up the Undisputed Era, the most dominant faction in NXT history, whatever that history is, and one of the top factions in WWE history altogether. If you're gonna break it up and everybody's gonna say you're wrong, what better way than to prove yourself right than to come out of that whole shindig, that whole scenario, all those shenanigans as NXT champion for, you know, a second time. So mm-hmm. to me, that's why I think it's multi-layered. Um yeah. and, and could potentially involve an NXT championship. But I'll save the butt.
2: Okay. Well, you know, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, you talked about uh, Roderick Strong. Where do you think his loyalty is going to lie? What do you, you know, that's a very interesting component because Bobby Fish is out. So you don't have, you know, a fourth person to kind of have a clear divide. Um, what do you think his role is going to be in this breakup?
3: I think Bobby will come back at some point during all this to play Peacemaker mm-hmm. or try to play Peacemaker just like Roddy did. The thing about Roddy Roddy Strong is he. this has been the best stretch of his WWE career so far, mm-hmm. being a part of the Undisputed Era. I'm worried that if he's not somehow associated with something, this could go very bad for Roderick Strong. And And while it's been okay for Kyle O'Reilly – To break off, he's still kind of broken off on his own with the support of the Undisputed Era. Now, there's some theories out there that this becomes the Balor Club with Kyle and Roddy being part of the Balor Club with Finn Balor. I don't know if that's almost a demotion for Kyle since he's trying to kind of emerging on his own.
2: Yes, uh, yeah. I just sure. I mean I get that they're trying to make a Balor Club a thing, but let's not make baller Club a thing. Like not now. Like yeah,
3: it doesn't make sense right now. You can yeah, do it in the future, it just, but it doesn't make sense right
2: let's, now. Let's let's just not worry about that and not do that. Maybe do
3: that? and Thanks. maybe if Bobby comes back, because Bobby's a hell of a talker and Bobby's mm-hmm. one of the most underrated talkers out there. And if Bobby does the talking for Kyle and Roddy, maybe Undisputed Eric can, can, can continue that way. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Roddy needs something. Roddy on yes. his own just doesn't cut it. Now, Roddy's challenged for the NXT Championship on his own, whatever. But Roddy on his own does not cut it.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, do you really feel that the story that they're telling here with Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly is very clear cut on, I mean, we talk about baby faces and heels. Is that really clear cut on on who's the bad guy and who's the good guy in this? I mean, in some ways, yes, because, you know, Adam Cole unleashed this, this bomb, but at the same time, there is very much this tweener role that they've all played for quite some time. Um, And is the audience going to follow
3: that? It's you, you said it before and and you always bring it up at at the best times. This is one of those things that works better without fans, because if that happened in front of a takeover crowd, they would have popped like crazy for Adam super kicking Finn Balor, Mm -hmm. because even though all four guys standing there are beloved by the fans, the NXT fan base loves when mm-hmm. bad guys do bad guy things. And Adam Cole is, is the villain and should be the villain in all of this. And so for me... And he
2: really is the cool guy. Like, yeah. he makes being a heel cool.
3: He so does. I, but this was a less cool thing to do. This is Adam Cole being selfish. This is Adam Cole being out for number one. Proving that all along the Undisputed Era was really about him and not about... Roddy Strong, Kyle O'Reilly, or Bobby Fish for that matter. And maybe some of the you guys didn't appreciate me will come out. I hope not, but who knows. But I, I do think that, yeah, there's a clear cut you know villain and hero here, and, and the villain is definitely Adam Cole. It's weird because Balor is really that tweener, and Balor is more of a villain, but NXT likes to blur those lines, but in this mm-hmm. case, I think, at least between Cole and O'Reilly, I think it's very well established who's on what side.
2: Now, you made up a good point about what Adam Cole's intentions were and, you know, kind of maybe some deeper rooted feelings. This leads me to the promo that Pat McAfee did just this week on NXT, pretty much saying, I told you so, everyone. I told you that Adam Cole would do this. I told you this is who Adam Cole was. Hashtag thank you, Pat. I love the continuity with this, bringing this back to Pat McAfee, almost him. Really, I mean, he did such a great job during his program with Adam Cole stating, you know, I'm I know the real you, Adam Cole. I know exactly who you are deep down. And this whole undisputed era thing is just for show and being able to bring it back and say, I told you so in the cocky way that Pat McAfee does. I loved this, you know, tell me what you thought of Pat McAfee's promo about the, you know, the state of the undisputed era. Yeah.
3: Hashtag Pat was right is, is so good. And he loves to do that kind of stuff in general. I, you know, I love it. Like I've been the biggest, I was begging and hoping he would be the guy behind the attacks, even when I didn't think he was the guy behind the attacks. And then he turned out to be the guy behind the attacks. And I was doing victory laps because I was so excited obviously he can't now turn around and feud with Adam Cole because that doesn't make any sense, but he's using this to leverage for whatever's next for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Could be something with O'Reilly. Could be something with Ballard. Could be something on the main roster. Who knows what they do next for Pat McAfee, but he cuts this promo in a private jet getting ready to go on vacation, which by the way, included a stop in Orlando, Florida. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, He's not back yet, but I definitely can tell you it's coming. And, and we'll be back soon enough. He Triple H even revealed that McAfee told him after the Super Bowl, give me a month because I need to recover from all the stuff running up to the Super Bowl. So you're looking at sometime in March, uh, maybe the road to WrestleMania, maybe the road to whatever NXT does at or after WrestleMania. Who knows? But McAfee ain't done yet. He will be there in, in some capacity. Uh, but yeah, hashtag Pat was right. It's just never miss an opportunity. And that's what Pat McAfee has always done, wrestling mm. or otherwise. And this was that too. Like, he, he immediately did it on social media. He probably hit them up and said, Hey, let me cut this promo and send it to yes, you. Yeah. It's probably his because idea.
2: I, I don't think they had the foresight of bringing Pat back in like that. I think he saw what was happening or maybe he knew about it and said, let me, let me jump in here for a sec.
3: He probably didn't know that. Um, and I don't think he probably didn't know.
2: Yeah. And do I, I don't think it was a way just to get him back into the spotlight. I think it's going back to storyline continuity. Exactly what he said is what he predicted. So it's almost like this foresight and and you know in his magical crystal ball of, you know, the future but also knowing deep down, you know, who Adam Cole has been this entire time. And that, you know, people may have projected Pat McAfee to be this villain from day one of calling out Adam Cole. But I think this is now the opportunity for Pat to say, no need to label me the villain because I'm just here telling you the truth. I'm telling you all that you need to know about who Adam Cole is, whether you want to see it or not. And I think that is like a very, very, good storytelling oh, yeah. uh and in multiple multiple levels
3: the best bad guys heels villains whatever you want to call them tell the truth that that's that's when they're at their best when yes. they're just simply telling yeah. the truth that no one wants to accept and that's what pat mcafee's doing here and he and he used the word and you haven't used it yet scumbag over and over again to describe mm-hmm. adam cole and if you listen to his show he uses it other times too but then he brought it back out with what adam cole did here um If there were crowds again, could McAfee turn into a hero? Maybe. I don't think so. I think the NXT universe Mm -hmm. would love to boo him and, and would love to, love to hate Pat McAfee. And that's really how he's set up. He's just taking advantage of a situation, but I love it. And I love the fact that he cut that promo. I look forward to whatever he does next. I'm assuming it'll involve Pete Dunne. Only Lorcan and Danny Burch I'm assuming it'll somehow keep them relevant because eventually they can't like this whole time they've been feuding with the intersputed era and then you mix in Finn Balor and eventually that has to change and that has to go away and they got to mm-hmm. do something else or they just get disbanded because it doesn't make sense for Dunn Lorcan and Burch to be running around together without Pat McAfee but they have been but it's still kind yeah. of Pat McAfee's group even when Pat McAfee isn't even named on commentary so mm-hmm. somehow some way that'll all end up tying back in um I at one point pitched to you the idea now the way I see it Pat McAfee and Adam Cole are on the same side of the table in terms of of alignment in pro wrestling mm-hmm. So
2: I mean the enemy of my enemy is my friend right? you know and sometimes the best Teams come from being the worst of enemies, so mm-hmm. maybe they're not that different after little, all. Uh, maybe
3: little unholy alliance, maybe, for Pat McAfee oh. and Adam Cole. I would be down for that. Wait, I gotta find the other one.
0: Fuck you, Pat.
3: Talk about coming full circle, right? You go from this Fuck you Pat to this. Wouldn't it just be hilarious to have Pat McAfee singing the praises of Adam Cole? Like after oh, all this? And Adam Cole being like, Hell yeah, I'm a scumbag, and so are you. Let's go mm-hmm. be scumbags together.
2: Yeah. No need to to hide who you are anymore. Maybe no. that's how we felt in the Undisputed Era, that he had kind of had to bury that down for, for some time and almost placate uh, uh, Kyle O'Reilly with this whole Finn Balor thing, uh, because at the end of the day, he doesn't like Finn Balor, period. That will right. never change. Nah, he you know, especially if that's who beat him for the NXT championship. And if that's what he wants, he's not gonna wanna bring that, he's not gonna wanna bring Finn into the fold. No. And who the hell is, you know, Kyle O'Reilly to to do that and to have this respect. Um, whereas, you know, that's not how Adam Cole rolls. He he doesn't have respect for, uh, you know, his enemies, especially ones that carry the title that he wants.
3: Exactly. And, and that says something about the NXT championship, too. Like titles are just a prop and, and it really depends on how you use them. And their importance is derived by the storylines, and this is making the title mm-hmm. more important again. It's been important yeah. the whole time, even when Finn was out hurt with with the broken jaw. It was important, and this lends even more importance to it right now with Carrying Cross off doing whatever the hell they're doing with Santos Escobar. I still don't know why those two were even feuding. No one knows. It's not really well. No behind.
2: one does. Like it's, a, a card it's showed up show somewhere.
3: And I, st- I still think somehow they're going to end up being aligned together. Like when this match finally happens, I don't think it's going to be a match. And again, by the time you listen to this, all this stuff will have already happened. And it yeah, be really right or really all this stuff's
2: happened. Just deal with it, everyone.
3: That's right. But uh, it's, it's what I'm looking most forward to is. Despite the fact that Adam Cole is, is is one of the best in the world, despite the fact that he has been cemented as such with his monstrous 400 plus day run as NXT champion, leading the undisputed era, the feud with Pat McAfee, everything he's done, this promo that he's going to deliver, and by the time you listen to this, it, has already delivered on NXT is huge. It is it is gargantuanly huge, and what he does, it's really going to determine the direction next because you also can't feud with two people at the same time. And, and so if Cole's focused on the title, but O'Reilly's focused on Cole and that could pull Cole's attention over to O'Reilly, this, you got to do Cole and O'Reilly. You just have to, Mm -hmm. like, there's just no way about it. And it's been amazing Mm -hmm. in the past. They feuded in two companies already feuding in a third is, is it's going to be the biggest stage possible. And that feud is going to deliver in so many ways on that stage. Yeah.
2: So let's jump into it. How do we think this is going to continue? Because I think there is a possibility and potential for triple threat action here Um, because of the fact that Adam Cole's kind of simultaneously having these two programs. He wants the NXT championship that Finn Balor has, but he also wants to deal with Kyle O'Reilly and vice versa. I'm sure Kyle's in the same boat and I'm sure Finn just wants to get rid of them both. So to me, it does make sense even though the heat and really, the the major story is between Kyle and Adam, all roads do lead to the NXT championship. And, you know, what better way to kind of showcase that in a triple threat?
3: I agree with you on the triple threat. I, it, it's a good midpoint storyline or a good way mm-hmm. to kick this thing off, especially if – Cole or O'Reilly loses in that triple threat because of their obsession with the other one. Probably O'Reilly at this point. Maybe O'Reilly misses a golden opportunity to win the NXT championship because he's so focused on Adam Cole. That allows Finn Balor to take advantage of something and get the win over Kyle O'Reilly. And then we can move towards Cole versus O'Reilly. There's the other elephant in the room that we can't ignore when it comes to this whole feud that everybody thinks is going to happen and quite honestly scares the shit out of me. Is this the medium that we use to move Adam Cole up to the main roster? Yeah. And if so, then I guess you know, positive Greg. Let's enjoy this while we can, because when you yes, go to the I main mean, roster, think all about bets yeah,
2: are off. think about this timeline. If this does all God, somehow come into play for WrestleMania, we've tended to have some NXT names jump from there to Raw or SmackDown right after WrestleMania. Um, And they're usually that raw after WrestleMania is the big reveals. What bigger reveal could you have than Adam Cole showing up on raw or SmackDown the night after WrestleMania?
3: God, I hope not only because not, not because Cole being on the main roster worries me. It does, but whatever that that's fine. He's, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the best wrestlers in the world. They'll they'll figure it out. It worries me because I think we need more time for Cole versus O'Reilly and to really be, to really be maximized. And I think kind of like Keith Lee went up to the main roster. Everybody was excited, but we didn't get to see a real title run out of Keith Lee in NXT with that NXT Mm -hmm. championship. So Cole going up, maybe they could do it like they did with Kevin Owens where he's working both for a little bit. I don't know, Mm -hmm. but we've got to, if you're going to do Cole Mm -hmm. versus O'Reilly and you really much have to at this point, they need a couple takeovers out of that. You really do. Well, and,
2: and, and that so leads to kind of what almost if you want to kind of flip this around and instead of Adam Cole going to Raw or SmackDown, maybe that's when you reintroduce Finn. Maybe Adam Cole does win the NXT championship. Finn goes back to Raw or SmackDown and then you really get to have the opportunity to have Adam versus uh, um, uh, Kyle. And you have time to tell that story. Plus you then have that added NXT championship in the mix because I could imagine, I mean, peeling back the curtain a little bit, you know, I think it would mean a lot for Kyle to win that belt from Adam. Sure. You know, And I think there's, there, there's probably a piece of Adam who would want that for Kyle as well. So almost kind of taking Finn out of the equation by, you know, for whatever means taking him back to, to Raw SmackDown and then, you know, really letting this feud continue to grow while still having the NXT championship in the picture.
3: It could be a Rhea Ripley situation where everyone assumed she was going to Raw or SmackDown for so long, but she's still lingering around in NXT, puts over, you know, um, Raquel Gonzalez, then has the run she had in the Royal Rumble. Now she's finally coming to Raw. It was revealed this week that she's going to be coming to Raw. So it is very possible that, we get it, that extended thing out of Adam Cole. We're just wondering, geez, when is this guy going to the main roster? And, and maybe we talk about right the, right after WrestleMania is when you show up. But Ray Ripley is about to debut on Raw here in the next couple of weeks before WrestleMania, so that time frame can can really be adjusted. But I think you're right. If you really want to put that title on Kyle O'Reilly, having him beat Adam Cole is the way to do it. And maybe they want to bring Finn back. I know Finn doesn't necessarily want to go back right now, but uh, maybe that's it's time to bring him back to the main roster, brand-new character that he has developed, and, and and you can put him up there and really make something happen with him. Who knows uh, with, with what's going on mm-hmm. and how loaded both those rosters are. But I honestly didn't even think about that, that this could be the catalyst to move Finn Balor back to the main roster and thus giving Adam Cole that rare second run with the NXT championship. He was the first ever three-time 3 Ring of Honor world champion, so that's very possible as well. And then, yeah, you get that proper Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly program, and, and we need that. They've done it so well in Ring of Honor and elsewhere that uh, they could really do it for WWE. And because of the the fan base, it would be new to so many people.
1: So
2: as we wrap this up, Greg, any final thoughts, any last thoughts, things that you didn't get the chance to say about this, I mean, really huge shift happening in NXT, shift happening with Adam Cole, um, with the, end. you know, I mean, this, it's big. I mean, like you mentioned and started up, we started this conversation, the Undisputed Era is really, you know, the longest reigning faction that we've had in NXT in its short history. Um, It's played a huge role in the structure of NXT, from being in war games to um, Adam Cole's presence to, you know, the rise now of Kyle O'Reilly to the tag team division. Um, I mean, they won a year of the Dusty Cup. I mean, their thumbprint is ingrained in really what NXT is. And now we're going to lose that. Is that going to be for the better or maybe possibly for the worse?
3: Two things. Number one, this was pointed out by Bradley J in an edition of the NXT minus six over at the chairshot.com.
1: Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Ten, seven.
0: This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShop.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShop.com.
3: That's like a cliffhanger that I did right there. Look at that. That That's like a cliffhanger. That's amazing. So I know, right? Um, Okay. Ask your question again. Because I want to make sure people remember what it was.
2: Oh, I forgot it. Me too. That, uh, That's why yeah. I was just so, <laughs> I was really asking your your final thoughts yes. as far as anything else that you hadn't mentioned, but also, you know, is is the breaking up of the undisputed era ultimately, you know, for bad, the better right? of NXT, or is it going to hurt NXT more? So
3: than here's the have. thing no one wants another nwo where it just fizzles out
2: nobody
3: and the thing about pro wrestling is when it works best is when you build something up and you get all the benefit you can out of it when you build it up and then you tear it down and you get all the benefit you can when you tear it down and the best time to tear it down is right before people want you to tear it down when CM Punk was having his babyface run. And then the rock came out and said he was going to challenge CM Punk at WrestleMania. And then CM Punk turned heel, went villain again and attacked the rock at the end of that episode of raw. It was kind of right before people were going to start begging for it. When Seth Rollins hit Dean Ambrose with a chair shot, heard around the world and put a dagger through the heart of the shield. No one was begging for it to happen, but in six months they would have been because the shield had really run its course and it was time for all three of those guys and all three of them became WWE champion. Now one of them's the tribal chief head of the table on top of the world. The other one's doing his thing over in AEW and wait till you see the topic we have next week's Babyface heel podcast. I already know what it's going to be and it's going to involve AEW, but, um, and it'll be easy to prepare for. Don't worry about that. But people eventually would have started asking, what are we doing with the Undisputed Air? Why are they still together? Why are we spinning our wheels? So, I think it's time to get benefit out of breaking up the Undisputed Era. The New Day should never break up, right? People may not feel that way someday because at some point people might be like, okay, Mm -hmm. we're kind of bored with this. Moving Big E over to SmackDown and having Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston on Raw while all still part of the New Day, I think has really extended the life cycle of the New Day and allowed that Mm -hmm. to be a thing for longer. But that wouldn't really work with the Undisputed Era because it really was all about Adam Cole, and they were formed when Adam Cole showed up. They did their best work when they were protecting Adam Cole's reign. Now, they had the Golden Prophecy. Every single person in the the faction was holding a championship. They teased having a female member. That never really happened. But it, yeah, it was time to get some benefit out of it because if it fizzles out, then you didn't get everything you could have gotten out of it. But if the breakup leads to this amazing feud between Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole and eventually Kyle O'Reilly being able to, to you know, carry the flag for NXT for a while and put that brand on his back, then it was worth it. It was worth every second and, and it was worth the breakup and it was worth all the years of hard work that were put into it. That's the first point I wanted to make. Here's a second point that I was talking about with Bradley J over the chairshot.com. Before I played the soundbite in the commercial, he pointed out that ever since Adam Cole made his debut at TakeOver Brooklyn after SummerSlam in 2017, the Undisputed Era has in some form or fashion been involved in every single TakeOver that's taken place since that night. Mm-hmm. This was the first TakeOver where they wouldn't have been. They didn't have any scheduled matches, right? TakeOver Phoenix. We were both there. Adam Cole wasn't on the card, sadly, right? But Kyle O'Reilly and, and uh, mm-hmm. Roderick Strong defended their championships and lost them to, uh, what were they, War Raiders at that time? I don't know, Viking Raiders? War Raiders, Raiders. yes. What they were called, yeah. Um, no, yeah.
2: you're right. Viking Raiders experience. No, experience didn't happen until later. So uh, irrelevant. Whatever. Let's continue. But
3: they've been involved in some form of fashion. And so they have really, for three and a half years, almost four years, been nxt and you can't imagine nxt without them so Mm
2: -hmm.
3: to use that breakup to use that to to set nxt up for future success without the undisputed era because a lot of times someone breaks up and goes away and it's like now what what do you do with it you know what do we really Mm -hmm. accomplish here because now we're left with nothing the undisputed era breaks up and you're not left with nothing Hopefully you're left with something for both Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. Who the hell knows? I could see Cole putting over Roddy strong at some point along the way as well. Mm -hmm. If he really is going to end up going to, to the main roster, maybe that's Mm -hmm. actually, maybe after Kyle O'Reilly went to championship, maybe Cole's last match on the way out is actually against Roddy strong and, and loses that on an episode of NXT. And then he goes up to the main roster sometime in the fall or even next year's Royal rumble, who knows? But to me, that, that's where we're with that. It, it also begs the question of, is, like, no one's bigger than WWE, right? We've always talked about that. I talk about that with IZW, right? No one's bigger than IZW. Is Adam Cole bigger than Undisputed Era? And I think we're going to find out the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kyle O'Reilly is. I don't think Roddy Strong is. I don't think Bobby Fish was. If anybody could be bigger than Undisputed Era, it's Adam Cole. Because it's without Adam Cole there's no undisputed error without Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. There could still be an undisputed error without Roddy yes. strong. Without And Bobby I'm Fitch, still sure
2: that's going to be coming up uh, in, you know, we're fortune telling because you know, this is coming out prior to right. Adam Cole's big promo this week on NXT, but I have a feeling that's going to be part of the promo. Yeah. You know, it's going to be part. I mean, cause th- that's the truth. That is the hard truth is that the undisputed era would not be what it is without Adam Cole. And he knows it. And going back to what you mentioned, you know, if if he doesn't like the direction it's going in and if it's not benefiting him, he's going to tear it down. He's going to destroy it mm-hmm. rather than, you know, bring in people that aren't worthy of his time or worth um, his attention or have what he wants, whatever it is. This is, you know, Adam Cole's group and that it will always be known as that. Um, what happens with the rest of the undisputed era after that, you know, good point time will tell some people will need some kind of structure in order for them to transition out on their own some may not need it and and will be successful who knows um but it it is the beginning of the end when it comes to this of course even chapter in nxt as well because Mm -hmm. that is going to be a big shift in nxt to for for it to continue without the undisputed era um but I also agree that there are fans who are going to be concerned about the fate of the undisputed Era of its individual members, whether they stay in NXT or they move to other shows. It does leave fans kind of worried because it's been so good for so long and it's worked and, and they've done great things. They've won, they've lost, they've had championships, they, they they've lost them. But at the core, they still were. The Undisputed Era, they still were the best group in in all of NXT, the most talented, the most driven, you know, all all of that.
3: Most over. So it
2: does. Yeah. Super, super over. So it's going to be something. And, you know, who knows? Maybe if one day all members are on, say, Raw or SmackDown or however you want to call the main roster, you know? You can't I can't miss you if you don't leave. You know, we can't be excited about this potential for reunion if they don't break up. And which I mean, they'd have to be dumb to not even think about it at one point, you know, for, for them to do it. Um, so, you know, th- there's always that too the opportunity, even if it's a one night or a stand, whatever it is. For them to come back, because that's where the money is made.
3: But oh, it'll at happen. this point, there'll be a reunion down the road. We we saw the Shield yes. reunion. You know, Kurt Angle will be yeah. part of the Undisputed Era at some point for some stupid reason that no one knows. <laughs> and yeah, it'll it'll happen.
2: Oh man, that's well, like that. William Regal joining the Undisputed Era. Oh, because- that's a good idea.
3: That's a good <laughs> idea.
2: Wow, genius! I know. Just yes.
3: so he can yell uh, War yeah. Games one more time, because that's like the best. Oh, thing I ever
2: do love happen. man. Still my favorite oh, promo lives... ever
3: when William Riggle's oh, yeah. like, especially because it was kind of meta in the fact that he's out there and William Regal's like, there's four of you and there's four of you and I think you know where I'm going with this. And Adam Cole is <laughs> literally standing on the apron. It's, it's one of my favorite Adam Cole moments ever when he's just like, say it, say it. I'm begging you. Say it, say it right now. Just say it. And he says, war games and, and Cole goes nuts as, as as does everybody. So anyway. Yes.
2: Well, that lives in my mind rent free is anytime oh, yeah. when michael says war games. Yep. I love it. Uh well, Ladies and gentlemen, that is this week's edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. Thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Uh, Of course, visit TheChairShot.com, your place for wrestling news, analysis, and opinions. Listen to this and other shows from The ChairShot Radio Network. Follow us on social media at ChairShotMedia for TheChairShot.com, at the Hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook, and at... Uh, chair Shot Greg on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Don't forget also to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your very own chair shot t shirt as well as your IZW t shirt. Don't forget to support your local independent promotions out there, whether you're buying a t shirt or a ticket, following them on social media. There's things you can do for free. Not everything costs That's money. True. There's things that you could do for free. Visit their website, social media, follow, share. But support your local independent promotions. It's the little things that we can do to support the sport of professional wrestling. And that can be supporting, attending, following your local independent wrestling promotions. Boom. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back again sometime in the future. I'm trying not to say next week because you never know what happens next week, but I'll probably be back next week because, well, we're going to be talking about IZW and lots of other cool stuff. That the few moments that Greg DeMarco has left with the IZW World Championship, embrace it, Greg, because in just a few short days, it's going to find a new home with the winner of Monster.
3: I'm doing I'm doing this so you can do one of those, those those stories on Instagram where you're like find somebody who looks at you the way Greg Demarco looks at the IZW World Heavyweight Championship. Okay,
2: I will. Yes, yes, I will do that. You're
3: welcome. <laughs> you're welcome.
2: Uh, you're welcome. Well, for Greg Demarco, I'm Miranda Morales. Thank you very much. Um. Well, don't forget. Always keep it soft style.